I'm excited to welcome this week's Tierra talk show guest, Elizabeth Arnawa, to the show. Welcome, Elizabeth. Welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm always grateful to come back. After all these years, um, it's really nice to have you back. Um, This is like my new brand new version of the show, technically. And I was just thinking like it was about two years ago, I started getting back in touch with everybody from Adventures in Wonderland. And I was like, you know what? Liz has been doing a lot. I follow you on Instagram and you've been doing your own thing, which is amazing. I love the films and, you know, I miss seeing you on TV more often with the CSI because my mom and I used to watch that religiously. So, um, you know, (laughs) it's so much fun to, you know, to, to see you on the screen still after all these years when I used to watch you all the time on my VHS tape and Disney Channel. So, it's uh, it's yes. it's so weird. Like, does it feel like it has been over thirty years now? Technically, that since you guys really jumped into doing <laughs> that show in '92. Um, you know what? Only when you say it out loud. Um, <laughs> I have a very very warped sense of the passage of time. Um, mainly because I've always like uh, tried to ignore it a little bit. <laughs> denial, denial, denial. Um, but also. <laughs> Um, because, um, for me, like most of my career has been playing characters that were a little bit younger than I am. And it's only in the last say, like five to 10 years that I've finally gotten to play characters, my own age. And, um, so to think about it as being that long ago, yeah, it makes sense because that's when I was actually a little kid, you know? And, um, yeah, I ha- it's a sobering thought, but it's also I'm a very I'm very grateful to be able to look back and say, hey, that's something we did, and it had a- an impact, and um, it had a very specific um, statement to make. So I, I I'm I look back with so much joy about it. it really, is one of my favorite things I've ever done. And believe it or not, I remember experiences from that more than I do things that happened more recently because it was a part of the formative years of my life. You know. So I have much more vivid memories from that 30 years ago than I do of things I did maybe, you know, six months ago. (laughs) Well, you know, for you particularly, because the show was a Disney Channel show, obviously. And at the same time that you guys were filming the first 40 episodes at MGM Studios in Orlando, Florida, the MMC, the Mickey Mouse Club with, you know, Justin Timberlake and the whole crew, but they came a little bit later. um, That was filming at the same time. But Again, those kids get to work with kids, but you're working with an yeah. all-star adult cast. You know what I mean? And so I guess yeah. your experience is definitely going to be weird. So can you, what, what is that experience like? What, what is the difference there for you as a child actor working with, you know, people who are you know, mature? And I guess they're kind of expecting you to be mature, but I think you were chosen for the job because well, you are. <laughs> let me just stop you there and say it is incredibly arguable that any of the adults that I worked with were actually grown up (laughs) I worked with a bunch of oversized children and that's what made it the best experience in my life I would have been it would have been a nightmare for a a 12 13 year old girl to work with a bunch of people who took themselves so seriously that they made me feel very alienated but I worked with these gracious wonderful just joyous human beings who really loved what they did for a living and also taught me so much And as a result, I never felt like they were silly. They were silly just like me. In fact, sometimes they were more silly than me. And if I'm being honest, I could say that some of them taught me to be a more silly person. As adults, they taught me to be a more silly child. So, you know, I I, I don't even think that the only thing I can say in terms of it being sort of a difficult situation was 
for them, because as much as they offered so much to me, I know that for them, it was probably a bit of a challenge to have to always be a grown up around a kid and always be responsible around a young person. Because when you're working really hard and you're working hard hours and you're in crazy costumes and um, they're, they're expecting more from you than is possibly that is humanly possible at times in your workday, of course, people are going to get tired and they're going to get, you know, (laughs) and these guys had to be so good and they were so good. And I actually really loved it when um, they would let go and just show what they were, you know, show how they actually felt when they were frustrated because I thought I put them on such pedestals that when they were human and they showed their weakness, it made me go, Oh my gosh, I'm not the only one who feels this tired in this way. (laughs) Um, so that's the only thing I think that was a challenge was mostly for them. It, obviously I wish I had other kids around and I definitely connected with a lot of the kids from, um, from the mouse club when they arrived, I became friends pretty quickly with a couple of them. Um, but I, I wouldn't trade it for the world in the sense that I had such great people around me. Like Armelia will always be my queen and, um, you know, the, the boys will always be my brothers and, um, you know, they could do no wrong in my eyes. So it was kind of a magical experience because I grew up with younger siblings. And in that situation, I got to be the young, the, the little sister. And when I talk about my life and saying, oh, I never got to be, I never got to have an older sibling and be taken care of in that way. Well, I'm wrong because in that experience, I really got to be the little sister and they all looked out for me and they all uh, tried to make me laugh. And they just gave, they always tried to be their, the best of themselves. And um, I couldn't be, you know, I I think I gained so much as a human from them and how they handled that situation. I never wanted to go to school. I just wanted to hang out with them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, John and Reese were saying, when we had a conversation with them again, they did say they felt bad for you because on top of having to learn, there's at least three to four songs per episode, right? And all the dances that come with it. And you're cranking out an episode a week. So you have to rehearse it. Then you have to film it. And you only have about like five days to get that done before they have to start editing it they thought they felt bad from what they said for you because you had to sneak in school well actually a lot of schooling with the other kids too from MMC so yeah that must have been a difficult balance for you I guess you know as a kid because that's a lot to expect of you yeah it is um but let's let me let me be completely blunt um nothing was expected of me at least in my personal life if, my, if I turned to my parents and I said, hey, guess what? This is too much. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. No matter what the contract said or whatever the lawsuit could be, they would have said, hey, this doesn't make her happy anymore. And they would have pulled me out of that situation. This ultimately was driven by my own love and desire for it. So any sacrifices that I had to make in order to be present and be the best I could be came from me. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I didn't have days where I was really freaking tired. But I, every morning, the next Monday, I, I woke up and I was so excited to go and be with those people and to go tell the stories and to go sing and dance. I mean, these were things that I did. I was playing pre- pretend for a living. I was getting paid a paycheck to play pretend. And this is what I did before I was cast in the show. It's all I did with my free time in my backyard. So why wouldn't I love it? You know, <laughs> like, why wouldn't I think of it as the best thing that's ever happened? Now, obviously, when, when it's professional, there are you have to um, live up to a certain standard. And for me, it never felt 
there were days that I felt tired. I never resented it. I guess that's the right word. I never resented it. I think when a child starts to resent it, then that's when you need to protect them. All I ever did was say, hey, you know, I'm tired right now. I need a minute. I would be given a minute. Mostly, they had to take and pull me off of set. I was the one who wanted to stay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when they wanted to put me into school, you know, I had a lot of school to make up after I finished shooting the show. Um, because um, I went to a very, very uh, advanced private school before I started the show. And so the curriculum was more advanced than, say, the base that they would um, accept for a curriculum for a child actor. And in order for me to graduate from that school, I had a lot of work to do as soon as I wrapped. And I basically had to learn, um, you know, maybe four months worth of material in two weeks and take a final on in every subject. And my dad was very helpful with that. He privately, he tutored me privately and I got through it. And, you know, in hindsight, and hindsight is 2020, you know, it's like, I, I'm sure it was really, it, it formed who I was because I'm a hard worker. But um, I never ever thought to myself, oh my gosh, I hate this. What the heck? Why am I doing this? And never regretting the actual work and the, and how much I had to do to get to where I got to be. You know what I mean? So, so did your, so did your audition, was that like the first audition for any production you would ever done before? No, it wasn't. Um, I had been working since I was, I'd say, and, and again, mostly in a hobby fashion. Um, it wasn't a full-time gig until I started to really get momentum. And I said to them when I was eight years old, I really want to focus on this. Um, and my mom really didn't want to because she didn't like stage mothers. <laughs> she didn't like the competitiveness of it. She wanted it to be as normal as possible for me. But listen, when you sign up for these things, there's only, you're only going to get as much normal as you can create for your child. Um, and she did a good job. But when, when I um, first auditioned, um, it was probably my four years into my having done movies and television and, and commercial. Um, so I started when I was about four, four years old. And I got um, cast in that. Actually, no, a little longer. I got cast in that when I was a 10 turning 11, I believe. Um, and then when we started shooting, it was 11 to 12 and then 12 to 13. Yeah. So I think that's the period of time. And, and, uh, and you were lucky because you guys, you guys were at MGM Studios during its prime with all the celebrities who would come on stage or anybody notable that you remember running into. Oh, gosh. I was so young. I don't remember. I, I do remember a fun period of time to be there because I think that they were, there was a lot of stuff being produced there at the time. So there was a lot of celebrity passing through. Now, if I were to be asked, <laughs> you know, to drop names, it would be more difficult for me. I just remember the shows that mattered to me as a young person, like, you know, the fact that the Mickey Mouse Club was being done there was a big deal to me or like, you know, and this is not a Disney thing. This is a Nickelodeon thing, but they shot a lot of the Nickelodeon shows right nearby. So I got to meet a lot of my fellow Nickelodeon Ours. And as a young person, that's all, you know, those are the people that matter to me. Um, but a lot of the stars that we were, that were being brought through were people we were bringing through, like toward the last couple of years of, uh, or the last, the last few episodes that we did in Florida, we brought some, some good names through in, to do the show. And um, yeah, I don't know. I can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember, uh, like Terry Gar came to visit us Um I'm trying to think of who else I, I'm sure I saw so many 
I think I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger once there on the back lot. <laughs> like, I'm so sad that it's not like that anymore. Because <laughs> I'm like, I it know, was so cool. You, sad. I can only imagine what you got to do when you were off time, when you didn't really need to technically do some schoolwork. Did you get to go on any of the the rides or just go over to the animation building to see what movie they were making at the time? I was just talking about this the other day. I, I was shooting a movie in Vienna. And um, they were fascinated with the fact that I was a child actor. And I was like, you want to hear some crazy stories? I'll tell you some crazy stories. When I did this show, Adventures in Wonderland, and some of them knew it, actually, <laughs> I was like, my, my uh, uh, playtime or my recess time was spent, you know, if I didn't, I, as long, I had 30 minutes, I could do lunch and I could do recess, or I could just take my whole lunch period and recess and put it together. And sometimes I would do that because I would have more time. But I would go and play in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids playground, which was this exactly what it sounds like, just sort of like dreamlike playground where everything is oversized and it makes you feel like you're a child who's been shrunk by the machine. And um, I did that at least a couple times a week, easily. Um, other places I would go, I would go ride Star Tours. Um, I would um, go to, because I loved costume and wigs, I would go and visit the um, costume and wig shop that they have on the MGM lot where actually um, our Emmy award-winning hairdresser got her start. I mean, that's where she worked before she joined our cast. And then she won an Emmy for our show, Tish Simpson. Um, That was a fascinating place for me because it was just like stepping into a time warp of like, you know, period hairstyles and dresses and such, and just an imagination station, if you will. Um, yeah, I mean, there there was nothing about being there. The only part that was hard was when I actually had to sit and do school, and I was looking out at people walking by, <laughs> having their Disney day. But I always had to remind myself that they're having their Disney day, and I'm having my Disney-like you know, life, my Disney experience, you know, I get to be here for a year and I get to go in there whenever I want. And I would say the most surreal moment for me and probably one of the most fun memories is when the show had come out and the show was becoming popular and we were, they were starting to do the walkthrough tours um, where the fans could walk through and watch us shoot from the corridors at the top. I don't know if they have that anymore, but the glass corridors and they had decided to put out um, life-size cutouts of Alice, and, of me, and um, the Queen, and the White Rabbit, and the Tweedles, the whole cast. And um, it sat right outside this um, room in a wa- like in a, a regular area where people would pass by to go from one attraction to the next. I was sitting on the other side of the reflective glass. They couldn't see me, but I could see them. And I could watch them going up to this life-size cutout and putting their arm around it and taking pictures. And that was so surreal at 12 years old to see people being like, oh, I want to take a picture with Alice. So eventually I was like, okay, I got to do this. And so I, I waited until there wasn't a bunch of people and we opened one of the glass doors and um, we took pictures <laughs> with it. And sure enough, people came up and they were really excited and they got some pictures with me. But that was probably one of the more surreal moments it's kind of like for an adult when they have a a big movie coming out and they see their billboard on the side of a of a building for me having a life-size cutout at disneyland was like honestly like i i i can die tomorrow (laughs) like that was one of the best it was really special i will say that it was really not because of 
not for any other reason except that I myself, as a young person, was a fan. You know, I was a fan of all the things that I was getting to be a part of. Yeah, so that must have been really. Yeah, it just felt really crazy and surreal to be a fan and then have the the world of fandom and what you do for a living collide. And all of a sudden, like you get to be a fan of of what the fans are a fan of. And actually, it's you. What the hell? <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you were living the dream. You were, and you were living it with some other castmates. And so I thought I'd add them to the call. So let me go ahead. I'm going to ring them up right now while we're on the phone hey. here. Is this Richard? This is, uh, this is Richard. Hey, <laughs> it's Elizabeth Richard. on the phone. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for thanks for setting this up. This is great. Wait, who else? Is who there? else is there? Is that Wes? Is that Wes? Yeah, yeah Wes is here. That's <laughs> There you go. Hey, what? Oh, Richard. What's up, guys? And oh, then my I'm gosh. It's been a thousand years. Can you hear us, Harry? Hello? I don't know how many... I can hear you all. <laughs> You're coming through loud and clear, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can. And Elizabeth is on there somewhere? I'm here. What's up? Hi. What's Hi. up? Don't it? Wow. You must be 50 <laughs> years old now, right? Is that right, Elizabeth? Are you 50 now? 50? Am I 50? No, actually, I am a proud 40. Oh, my God. Wow. Don't, 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 even, say oh my God. don't even say that. Don't even say that. It doesn't compute. Know. Know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. don't say it. I'm sorry. I'm don't not. Alice, <laughs> Alice can't be 40. It just doesn't work. No. You're, you'll always be 13 um, in my mind, or whatever you were. How old were you then? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was 13. That was the age when most everything was happening. Well, 11 to, thir- 11 to 13, yes. Uh, <laughs> 11 to 13. That, that that's like, that, was that, that is definitely another century. <laughs> well, we were just saying it's yeah. been 30 years. It's, it's technically 27 this year. And um, so oh, wow. I, <laughs> it doesn't seem real. I was telling Elizabeth that most of where you guys worked at, at least at Walt Disney World, is it has been bulldozed because of the the new Star Wars land. Oh. So, which is a shame. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> not even a memory. Bulldozed with Thanks. all of our memories. <laughs> Thanks, George Lucas, man. Remember God. those. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So we have Harry, who is Tweedledee on the call. Richard, who was um, our Cheshire cat, and Wesley, who was who is our wonderful and I do mean wonderful caterpillar. So I'm glad you guys could oh, could he join was us. Just the worm. He was the worm. <laughs> Let's call it like it is. He was the worm. The big worm. Yeah, <laughs> the wonderful worm. Oh. Elizabeth said she she loved working with all of you personally because you you all were so darn talented. So what was it like working together as a as a cast, just going through the read through and then going ahead and and just jumping into the rehearsals? It was awful. It was the worst time <laughs> yeah. I've ever spent. I should have warned yeah. you that this is what you were gonna get. Just just, just go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> It was actually well, you know, I well, you have we have to realize that nobody nobody ever did anything like we did. Nobody did a hundred episodes in that period of time. Doing two Absolutely. episodes a week was insanity. Yeah, that's right. Two episodes that's a week, right. eight musical numbers every week. Yeah, eight. I remember. I remember when we did the read through down in we did the read through the first uh, when we gathered down in Florida, and I hadn't been in the pilot. But you guys had been in the pilot, and uh, 
we did the read through and they pulled me aside and they said, you sound exactly like the rabbit. And I was like, Oh, oh no. Change your voice. Yeah, now. Really. <laughs> and when we were at Orlando, there was, you know, there were tours going by the studio as well. Oh, yeah. So we felt, we felt like uh, all the monkeys in the zoo are jumping up and down for you. Uh, at the same time. Right. Serious. Yeah. Well, didn't, didn't Captain yeah. fall on, on, his, uh, on his ass with the, with the rollerblades? And there were tourists watching us from the tube up above. And he was like, Mother, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> like, that's that's and then the guy was like, okay, over here. Come over here now. Oh, here we go. And then they promptly yeah. closed the curtains. They promptly yeah. closed the curtains. Remember, there were curtains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's right. Oh, my God. Um, I have a question for my grown-up friends. Um, would you say that um, Adventures, how does it compare to, like, other jobs that you've done um, in terms of Broadway? I know, like, first thing Harry said was nobody, nobody done what we had done before, and he's totally right. Um, I had no point of I reference because I was... A fetus, but like, what? Um, how, how does it compare? Well, you never got to you never got to repeat everything like the following week. Once they taped it and edited, you were gone, and you had to do a whole new show again. So with the the right. idea of running, you know, for months or even weeks at a time, is that you got to discover new things with the character. But ours were new things with the character next week that had nothing to do with exactly. two weeks before that. Apples and oranges. I mean, the 4.30 a.m. call, you know, for makeup uh, <laughs> totally different than any kind of theater schedule there is where you're rarely called before <laughs> noon because you work long into the night. Um, yeah, the costumes must have been a pain. Hours, hours worth of prosthetic makeup. Yeah, I've never had to do that yeah. in live theater. Nobody had to work on Saturdays doing recording in the morning and choreography in the afternoon. Every week, true. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I. Wow. That's what I wanted to hear about. How how much how much do y'all feel about that? So. <laughs> so we always. I think that's the why the caterpillar chose not to dance. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Wesley, you appeared as yourself in one of the episodes. You were not in makeup. I can't remember which one it was. I think you were a game show host. If I. If my memory yeah, serves me correctly. Yeah. So you did make right. an appearance. <laughs> yeah. Lifestyles wow. of the Royal and Famous. Yeah. There was that. And you know, I was I was I was a Ted Koppel newscaster at one point and then there was uh that fortune teller guy too who tap danced. So yeah, I was playing a bunch of other characters. <laughs> wow, no, I forgot about that. Oh, Patrick's calling okay, in. Let me great. let me put him right into the call. Patrick, can you hear us? Oh yeah. Hi, yes, can you hear me? Patricia! Patrick! Rabbit! Hey, hey buddy. Hey. Uh, who's on the call? Who's all here? Hello, Bunny. Okay, so I'm. I'm. Bunny, <laughs> It's Wesley, Richard, Harry, and Liz, and Tammy. Yeah. You guys, you, I don't know if you know, but I told Tammy I can. I'm only popping on for a, a minute because I couldn't resist. I'm actually going into brunch with my two sisters in LA. We're having a little family reunion, and um, wow. I know, I'm, I'm oh, oh, you're you give give Blair a hug for me. <laughs> I will. I will. 
Yeah, and give me a shot when you're done. Patrick, yeah. we were just talking about how like costumes were pretty much difficult, and it sounds like yours was the was the most, I guess, the most worst one out of all of them because of all the fur. Would oh. everybody agree with that, or or would you say the caterpillar oh, yeah. one yeah. was? Yes. Yes, yes, Maybe, yes. although Reese yeah. really had a hard time too. They practically had to bolt that those ears into his head. Um, no, I, no, I no, 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 no. Your whole body, your whole body was yeah, like, in, a, in a tomb. <laughs> right. so, I have, yeah. And, and they cover that stuff with it, what amounts to DuPont interior, exterior, latex paint. I was just doing Peter Pan, and Wesley was there, Pittsburgh, and Patty Colombo directed it, and we were laughing Patty. our faces on. Patty. We were telling stories. <laughs> wow. Anybody that's 25, the minute they hear, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, you experience this, the minute that they realize your adventures in Wonderland, they go white. They like, they like get real reverent and, and like, you know, I grew up it's with true. you. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Patty and I were like entertaining the troops with, Stories I told him about how I passed out, and, and when I woke up, Patty was rubbing my my phone belly, and I was like, Patty, I can't feel that. That <laughs> 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 well, was so much padding. We cut you out of the costume. It's like we realized there's nothing but a little skinny guy in there. I remember someone saying, Oh God, look at the steam coming off of him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. He, was, he was steamy. True. He was steamy. But we I'll never forget how sobering it was for me the first time he passed out in front of me. Like, that freaked me out. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my he God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, don't, don't tell me I'm responsible for childhood trauma. I can't deal with that. Trauma, <laughs> trauma, therapy, therapy. I had a whole new level of respect and, and empathy and all that with when, you know, I, whatever. You guys know I worship I worship y'all. Yeah, so you, all good. you were you're amazing because you were really I was just thinking, we all had our trials on that show and that's why we're so bonded because you know, you bond over the really tough ones and that one was yeah. right. rewarding but tough. And Liz, you know, I've often thought because I've worked with so many kid actors now at this point, like, and I'm sure you have too at this point. We deal with, yeah. we have that responsible, we're, we're modeling something for them, but we're also like, I don't want to pander, I don't want to couch out. No, and I, I always, I always so appreciated that. that. Well, yeah. I have a better idea. Let's put together a tell-all book. Tales from... Ooh, there's a scary thought. <laughs> Oh, I want to hear all those stories. <laughs> you want to talk about the number of redactions that would be in there? I'd like to meet oh, Mueller apart. Yeah. We'd have pages, pages of redactions. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hop off. I'm sorry to jump on or jump off like this, but it's, this is like a multivitamin for me. You can't, uh, you know, it's just no, a little No, made my day. Like, I'm no. going to hear your voice. Don't you mean hop so, on and hop so off, delicious. please? Love you, Patrick. Yeah. Love you, Patrick. Have a great time. See you, Patrick. Thank you. I love you all dearly. Bye, Bunny. Bye, Bunny. Bye, Bunny. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna let you all go. I'm gonna. I have to fly out. Not fly out, but I have to walk out. And it actually enjoy the rest of this day here in the Twin Cities because it's sunny and it's not humid. So we're going to go enjoy it. 
you guys have a glorious time. Hopefully, we'll get together again and we'll do a 30th year anniversary. That's planet. That would be great. I'm up for it. All right, John. Maybe I'll see you. Take care. Good for the future things, Harry. Oh, yes. Okay, Worm. Goodbye, Elizabeth. So good to hear your voice. Bye, Harry. Okay. Bye, bye, Richard. Bye, Harry. Bye. Bye. Love you. <laughs> so what kind of costumes and props did any of you get to keep or, or secret, secretly keep? <laughs> I kept um, some of the, the cupcakes from the, the fake cupcakes that look so delicious that were actually little compartments, like little like boxes that look like cupcakes. I kept them because I thought they were just magical. And I think I kept one, my first outfit that they put me in, even though it was hideous because I was sentimental. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it. I, don't, I didn't keep a lot. I didn't keep a lot. Just my, my, you, you would know, think that someone would have given me the storybook, but no. <laughs> yeah, really? Oh, you didn't get the storybook. <laughs> you want to buy it? You want to buy it from me, Wes? I've had it for 30 years. You want to buy it from me? <laughs> $7,000 and it's yours, my friend. Not a problem. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, I wonder if they have any of no, your I stuff would... in storage because sometimes Disney will, oh! you know, post about it in the archives, right? Oh, my gosh. Mm. I have to tell you, I might be wrong about this. I might be wrong about this, but I feel like I'm not because it was such a formative thing. But the Queen's Throne. I am almost 100% positive I saw it as a background propage on something that I did. Um, it was like a okay. Christmas thing that I did. And it looked oh, exactly wow. the same. And, and I was like, oh, it, it made me both sad because the reverence was gone, but it also made me happy because it wasn't all dead, you know? It wasn't like broken apart, mm-hmm. made into dust. Mm-hmm. But it, it, yeah, I think, I, I think, I, I think that's, that's like one of the few things I've seen again. Which wow. was, you know, a major, a major thing for the show. <laughs> Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Did you guys have any favorite songs or dances that you got to do during the show that kind of stick out that were just something that you really enjoyed? Because you guys, you guys must have performed over 500 different songs if you're thinking that you have five songs an episode and 100 episodes in total. That's a lot. Well, the Chester yeah. Cab only had um, one song, and it was like it turned to be so, so it's his favorite. technically, oh, yeah, it was like technically, you know, he was in one of the episodes and he got to dance and sing. And it was just like so time consuming that every, every camera angle had to have a different, you know, it was just crazy. And everybody kind of threw up their hands and they said, the cat will never sing again. It we was cannot do way this anymore. We cannot do it. Yeah. So that was my favorite song. The only one I did I, as far in, and, and who knows what it was. I can't remember at all. Yeah. Too bad. And, and uh, you know, John and John and Reese were like always over that table, and that was just that always looked yes. so much fun. That was, I mean, if if I was going to change roles with anybody because I can't skate, it would be John. I would have loved to have been the Mad Hatter. That was just like nutty as hell. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I believe I, I believe I did. Um, I don't remember the song. I just remember I had to be a boy, and I loved being boy. And um, I think I had a song <laughs> as Bud, but. Um, it doesn't matter because I was just so psyched that I got to like get rid of all the frilly girliness and dress like a dude and walk like. From what Reese and John had told me on one of our interview conversations, you guys knew when the last episode was the last episode. You kind of knew ahead of time because it sounded like you guys had already been signed up just for a hundred 
episode deal. And there was not supposed to be any more other than that. So when the last episode of the Wonderland Halloween episode came out, you guys were all prepped that that was the last episode. And you got to shoot it all together. So what was that experience like to kind of close out the series with one last, you know, hurrah with the entire cast? Well, you know, it was not only with the cast, but with the crew. It was like, you know, it was really tight-knit with not only just the performers, but, you know, the guy that did the makeup. Who? What was his name? He was like... Uh, Ron Wilde. So cool. Michael. Mike, Ron. Uh, Bill, Ron. Uh, Ron. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ron Wilde. Ron and, 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 you know, and, and Karen. And, uh, and, you know, Tish. And Tish. Ron and Karen. Uh, John and Orlando. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody kind of felt you know, that, you it was, know. It was such a long run, and, and we'd all bonded together. I, and I think we also knew that we would uh, we would remain friends over the years. And then, you know, crazy things happened. Like, I guess it was two or three years ago, I, I was on an episode of Liv and Maddie. And um, I, I, this guy walks up to me, and I'm like, I know you, but I can't remember your name. He says, I'm Dave Cole. I was your uh, second AD on Adventures in Wonderland when you were in Orlando. Oh, so like wow. stuff like that happens. Isn't that cool? Oh, wow. What are some of the most recent projects you guys have been working on? Because I'd like you to, to mention them before we kind of sign off on our conversation. Mm-hmm. I know, Liz, you were working on um, a specific film that that was how we got back in touch again because I wanted to have you on the show to talk a little bit about that. So did you want to start? Uh, sure. I just... Um finished doing a um, movie for Ion um, that uh, is basically, it's, it's a working title, but it's a holiday film and it takes place in Vienna, Austria, and it's, um, the story is, is basically surrounding the world of waltz and the world of ballroom dancing in Vienna. And so it's kind of fun because it's bringing me back to, you know, what I did back in the day with adventures, dancing and singing and acting. <laughs> um, I literally just, I can't sound like I literally just got back and I am jet lagged as can be and, and I uh, can't, you know, it, it, from what I can tell, it looks like it should be a lot of fun. And I had a lot of fun doing it. So when I know what the actual title is, the working title is uh, Christmas Indiana, but when I know what the title is, I will pass that info on for sure. And w- yeah. Wes, you travel all the time, it seems like. I, I do. I was in Pittsburgh because I was doing a, um, a modern adaptation of a Moliere play called Scapan. This version was called Scapino, and I was playing a New Jersey mob boss, so that was lots of fun. Nice. Um, and on an off, <laughs> you know, I had a night off, and Patrick had a show on Tuesday, so I saw <laughs> the, uh, the Peter Pan that he was in, and we hung out, and we, we talked for like four hours after the show just i think oh, the, the cocktail waitress was getting tired of us but um <laughs> well, we had <laughs> well you're supposed the to tip time. them wes you're supposed to tip them oh, for oh. never mind never oh, mind no no, no. you can't you can't teach the old worm new tricks you can't <laughs> and richard you got married since the last time we talked you you're now married i'm so so happy for you congratulations yeah. thank you <laughs> Thank, yeah. Oh, yeah. This Congrats. is the third time, but this is this is the best time. It's it's been like five years, and she uh, she's perfect. She's a fine artist. We live in Ojai, California, which is a little bit of a fine nice. artist enclave, and so she's doing quite well. She's very prolific, and um, she 
Well, you know, she's just kind of like the belle of the ball up here and um, works a lot and does her own thing and is very independent. And people love her work, and uh, she gets commissions all the time. And uh, um, so that's really good for her. Her name is Amy Lynn Stevenson, and she has a she has a website called uh, Yeah, I want to look up what the hell's it called. It's called uh, Amy Lynn. What is it? AmyLynnStevenson.com. So that'll get you there. And and she's it's very colorful. A lot of women in her care in her characters and she, that she paints and really great relationships. It's very art deco and it's very, um, uh, yeah, it's really, it's really, really crazy. It's really some good stuff. And, um, and so I've been, I've been directing and writing. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know what you think as we're talking here. Um, I've been writing and directing. I, um, I wrote a satirical play, um, that mocks Eugene O'Neill. I think it's time that his, (laughs) <laughs> his work gets made it's fun of time. after a while. So I'm either going to call it, um, I'm either going to call it perspire under the arms or prunes <laughs> for the misbegotten. So <laughs> one of those two titles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of funny. I'm glad all of you are Thank keeping you. busy. You're all so darn talented. So I just, I, 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 as a fan here, her myself, and I hope I could represent a lot of the other Adventures in Wonderland fans. We we really love you know all the work you put into that show itself, and I'm so glad that a lot of them are posting episodes that they taped because really there's no way of watching the show. Unfortunately, it's not online wow. or on Disney Channel anymore. And um, and so I just wanted to ask my final question to all three of you is um, if you could describe that entire um, that entire experience of working on Adventures in Wonderland in one word, what word would you give it? Joyful. Wait, yeah. what did y'all say? <laughs> I uh, said joyful. joyful. I, yeah, we both said joyful. Yeah. How about that? I said joyful. I said, but I yeah, said. I would say I would say joy. I would say joyful, but I would also say I thought you all said something else. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could say residual, but I can't. Yeah, residual. <laughs> yeah. Syndication. That is missing a, from this. Syndic- syndication yeah. would also be a good word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> joyful, I would say laughter or joyful, yeah. 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 It, it I don't think I laughed was. so it was much just... in my life as I did there. Well, I hope that we can oh. really celebrate in person next time for the 30th. So we have three years to plan something. I will try my best to help in whatever we can because you guys deserve it. You really do because of all the hard work you've put in all these years. So thank you guys very much for doing this today. (laughs) Thank you, Cammy. Thank you for bringing us together. Videotaped at the Disney MGM Studios, Lake Buena Vista, Florida.